0: hello gladys here welcome to stranger turned friend a podcast where two strangers hang out for the first time and make magic happen (laughs) and that's all i have to say about it all right enjoy how's it going?
1: Nah, it's, it's been great, I guess.
0: Yeah, thanks for being so patient with me. I'm so sorry that, you know, I, I had jet lag and everything and overslept. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's been a long two weeks, I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> it has been. I'm glad that we finally got to do this. Um, again, you know, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, no, no. It's absolutely fine. I was um I was pissed off like for like 10 minutes, but then you apologized. And... Yeah, I was I was actually pretty pissed, yeah.
0: No, I I totally get it and I would be too to be honest. Sorry. Um but you were very you were so kind like over message. You were just like it's okay. I don't want this little thing to like ruin the whole day, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was like like because i was uh, once put in that situation back actually more times right and i was like well how did i feel when i accidentally uh missed some like meeting or didn't show up well you know i i, I felt pretty bad especially if like i knew the person was mad at me i was like oh you know it's like oh my god now i have to apologize and uh, i didn't want the, to make them feel this way but they, they think that i'm an asshole now and, uh, you know, I was like coming from that perspective. And so I just like said, "You know what? Let me just like chill out. Let me say like it's okay. You know, you don't have to stress it. So, yeah, yeah, basically, you know, like why not be a kind human being?" So yeah, that was it. Thank so, yeah. you yeah.
0: yeah. you know, i I've met people a lot older that just can't let it can't let it go.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have too much pride. Yeah, too
0: much pride, exactly. Anyway, thanks for being here. Wait, where where are you based? Because your view is a lot different than mine. Mine is a lot of greenery, and I literally what, have what like a. I'm in Singapore.
1: Singapore, yeah. You look yeah. Asian, so. I yeah. Guess <laughs> exactly.
0: Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guess.
1: <laughs> but you sound so English. I don't know. It's like you have you don't have an accent like I do. I yeah, kept, like, no, sort of I,
0: I guess that's like a thing. So, yeah, I was born in Singapore, but until I was 18 and then I went to the U.S. to study and then I'm working there. I'm just really back home visiting my family and friends right now, but I'm actually going to be on a plane back to New York in a couple of days. So it, I guess so it's like a like... people say like you can code switch the way that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I mean I can too but it's like really weird um
0: what so, do you code switch into are you good with like accents
1: um okay yeah I can like kind of switch to an American voice I can also kind of switch to an uh, more British voice but I don't like that um
0: does it sound for forced
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it sounds really forced uh, yeah. I won't try it because I will like you know people are listening so don't want to um I sound really natural like this like with yeah. the accent so it's like yeah but uh, you know I was wondering are you like working at the same time and um doing you know this like podcasting
0: Yeah I I am um but the good thing is that uh well if you asked me this a year ago I would have said that yes I'll be working like literally in Singapore like on my big vac- vacation cuz usually oh. I would take time off but then I would spend like a week in Singapore working and then like a week off. But this time I'm like, the time zone difference is just too much that I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to take two weeks off. um, And, and yeah, so, so I've been trying to get in a couple episodes, recordings in while I have more time. So it, it's been nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I could tell like, um, I kind of sneak peeked on your knockable uh, podcast. Oh, no. uh, website <laughs> yes. right? And I was like, I was like, first, at first, uh, when you said uh, two weeks, you know, time, just wait. I was like, you, you know, she like uh, just left me on red and that's it. Or what's going on here? And then I went on your podcast and I saw like you didn't do uh, a single uh, video for a month, right? And uh, I was like, okay, it wasn't that. It's like, okay. No, and, no, um, it's not
0: you. Yeah, that's a good call. And thanks for calling me out. Like I did take a little bit of a hiatus halfway. Cause I don't like. Do you have like any projects that you work on apart from? I don't know if you're working or anything like that.
1: Uh, I am a student, but um, I'm really into jujitsu. So you know, it's like, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's my project. Uh, yeah. Quote unquote, but I I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know about it or, or what do you know? Yeah,
0: I I I used to have a boss who was really into like you know brazilian jiu-jitsu and so BJJ, he would show yeah, me uh, and also like muay thai and and kind of all of those like very violent <laughs> sports that i would i used to take like taekwondo but that was more of like uh you know for my own thing i i never really sparred with people um but it's so intense like just watching matches and stuff
1: i mean what did you like go there uh, recreationally like so i just you're like you were um i don't want to get into fighting i just want to like exercise my body is that what exactly it, like, yeah.
0: yeah i was like a kid like i'm like 20 something now and then i took it when i was like 10 and or you're black like, belt
1: in that or or like a white belt
0: But yeah. i tell people okay officially like on paper i have a black belt like one done so like one stripe but like let's be real they probably gave it to me as like a token like a charity thing because like I could yeah. never like spar with somebody and like win you know I, I, I yeah. wasn't like that good I just like went through the steps and like the different criterias and and I got it so
1: yeah yeah it's like um it's like karate right so in in BJJ you you uh take a lot of time to advance in belts you have like five belts you have white blue purple brown and black okay and to get to the black belt it takes about like I would say 12 years of training right 12 years yeah yeah and so so uh when I when I speak to my um family members and uh, close skin uh, they ask me how come my cousin of ten years old is a black belt in karate, but exactly. I'm still a white belt in jujitsu, and so yeah. it's like kind of embarrassing. But they don't understand, right? So yeah, uh, there's
0: just more obstacles and like hoops to jump yeah, through. Yeah. yeah,
1: because like if if I want to be a black belt, I have to actually beat other black belts. If you want oh. to be a yeah, if you want to be a black black belt in Taekwondo, you have to you know get there. <laughs> I don't know what you did you, you just do
0: some like i don't even yeah. like a routine and then and then they'll give it to you like you probably you spar but it's like it's not serious you don't choke someone out and like yeah. you know it's not that bad um they just want to see like how you spar i guess
1: yeah you know with uh, karate they, they do like those um kates, what what they do they do like some i i did you watch uh, karate kid
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, Yeah.
1: You know, you won't know when he when he's like on the beach and he's doing like his um like kicks and and uh, in the air. So those are called is Yeah, and and I think like one of the big pre- prerequisites for getting a black belt is to learn those. But they are absolutely useless in fighting. Maybe they're a bit useful, but like I mean, who's gonna just stand there and like, while you do some <laughs> fancy kicks? Like I don't think anyone's gonna do that. Yeah. And so it's like um, if. Karate was like black. Uh, if Karate was like BJJ, if Taekwondo was like BJJ, you would have to like actually beat the trainer once or twice in sparring. That's so okay? so yeah. yeah, yeah, that's insane. But but that has to happen. So you know, yeah. And uh, BJJ is of course one of the, in my opinion, uh, better um, better martial arts for self self defense. Out on the street, it's you know, I mean, if you meet someone in a one-on-one street combat. And you're like on grass and they don't have a weapon then i mean you can like absolutely annihilate them them even if they're like yeah yeah yeah. uh even if they're like 50 pounds heavier it's like 20 kilos like 50 pounds heavier than you you can still like i mean if you're if you're as a woman i don't know how tall you are how how much do you weigh i know that's like a
0: a Um, one point no no no, it's a (laughs) i don't care it's it's just a number to me um i i'm about like Five foot four, which is like 1.64, 1.3. And I'm like light. I'm like 47 or something.
1: 47 kilograms. Okay. So you could beat a 65 kilogram male. Um if you had a black belt. Yeah, you could absolutely do that. Someone who's like taller, like um four or five inches than you, and like heavier for 20 kilograms or something. Yeah, you could you could absolutely do that. And I actually beat, because I'm a man, I actually beat uh, guys that are like 30-something kilograms uh, heavier than me. I actually beat. So last week, I was sparring with a guy uh, for like, um, I would say, 15 minutes. And I managed to tap him out five times. And he didn't manage to tap me out at all. So, and you're really a
0: like, white belt?
1: Yeah, I'm a white belt, yeah. Okay. Um, he's also white belt but i'm I obviously see. better and yeah um uh i am 67 kilograms 68 mm. he's like 98 or 99 i don't know it's like really fucking like crazy right i don't yeah. know if can i swear
0: no. dude go for They're it like,
1: <laughs> watching this podcast you clearly
0: podcast. have not listened to every episode because there are some where no. oh boy yeah um yeah
1: there, there's like crazy guys yes. out there <laughs> like they um... don't have a filter at all. Right?
0: no I so uh, a little bit of like you know kind of background it's like when I upload the episode I have to specify whether it's like a clean or explicit like episode and 80% of the time I I, it's it's an explicit something will come up an f-bomb or whatever so just go for it
1: okay yeah so so far I'm like a a gem let's say
0: you're like a yeah exactly you you just threw one so
1: okay that's that's great Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, but, but going, go, sorry, going back to jujitsu, like, I have watched m- matches, like, on YouTube, and that's the thing I really appreciate about it, like you said, it's, like, very, it's the most, uh, like, practical, you know, martial arts for self-defense, and because, like, I saw this one woman, like, tiny little, like, Asian lady, just, like, completely take down this, like, three yeah. times bigger dude, yeah yeah and it's because like, yeah. is it is it because it's like all about weight distribution and like i don't know like like agility um, trying to get into like their weaknesses
1: <laughs> i i have asked myself this um i think i think it's like a combination of you know how you know um using uh, biomechanics so like that's like leverage right leverage and the fact that the uh, you have a few, a couple of years of experience under your belt. So, uh, my understanding is your body basically adapts to the uh, pressure that people put on you while you spar if uh, you uh, do jiu jitsu for like a longer period of time. So, my body, when I was like first starting jiu jitsu, I was like really, really tired. Like, after two, one two minutes, I was really tired. Like, if a guy that was 20 uh, kilograms or 50 pounds heavier than me sat on me, like, that that i'm just done like i'm like i'm tapping out right away there's no way but now um i can actually somehow press them I, i just can't explain it like i know i don't have the strength to press like a 95 kilogram guy but somehow my body like you know contorts itself like automatically and i just like push him off with my knees and legs and it's like Uh, and I'm asking them like are you are you for real are you like going at me like are you letting me do something they're like no 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 I'm like going you know 100% like I just can't pass your guard and I'm like oh sweet you know that's it's like yes you know it's like wow I mean
0: I got like chills in my body just thinking about that because it's there's something so like satisfying about being able to almost like exploit a weakness and be able to use that Against the other person and like
1: yeah I mean yeah like imagine if imagine if you like met a guy somewhere out in the bars like or in the streets like really you know arrogant and then you were like you know did a a fancy takedown on him and then he was like what the hell is going on like and he's like (laughs) tapping and you're like you know just choking him out I mean it's like for me it's a really good feeling uh, when I when I win I don't know like you never uh, sparred with somebody you know previously, so you don't really, I guess, know how that feels. But for me it's like really great. Like I love winning. Uh in contrast, I also hate losing. So yeah. well <laughs> that's Do you
0: love sure. do you love winning more than you hate losing? Or uh, the yeah, other absolutely. way around?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, otherwise I wouldn't uh continue doing jujitsu because at the beginning you get annihilated by everyone. Like like 15 year old kid 15 year old kids that are like 40 pounds lighter than me like white belts are just you know just wrecking me that's like there's no contest there and I, it's so embarrassing it's like it really put you this... in
0: your place
1: yeah 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 and I'm like how can this little uh little munchkin that doesn't even have a beard like on his face how can he like you know contort me and throw me around the room it's like yeah and, and then you just like realize you know one day I'm gonna have that same superpower and it's just gonna be oh, yeah okay. Wow. So.
0: Yeah. wait if you don't mind, if we can like kind of go back a little bit how were you introduced to jujitsu? was it like family or something
1: i don't know it was my six foot uh, six uh 240 pound friend that introduced me to that <laughs> um so he was really into like uh, self-improvement um he told me that like one day he I mean, okay, I'll just say it. Uh, He told me not to really speak uh, about this to anyone, but like, you're never gonna meet him. So he's no uh, one's gonna gonna
0: listen to this, Bruno. Don't worry.
1: Uh, (laughs) Maybe you and me will, but yeah,
0: uh, yeah, besides besides that, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, he he used to watch some really hardcore porn and um, he was also addicted to uh, World of Warcraft. I do you know what that is? That's like a video game,
0: dude. I was was into Dota. (laughs)
1: Dota. <laughs> no, I mean I know what Dota is, but it's like yeah. l- really boring to me. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Okay. All right. Well, it is. It's boring to me now, but at that point, I I loved it. And yeah, I, I play a little bit of Warcraft too. But I think my thing, my mean, my like choice of addiction is Maple Story. But anyway.
1: <laughs> I I have no idea what that is, but I mean I would okay. have guessed. Um... I would have guessed you uh, played a uh, Dota because you're Asian, so, you know, stereotypes.
0: Yeah, it is a very popular game in, in Southeast Asia, so it's what we, yeah. we have, yeah. Uh,
1: but anyways, um, my friend, uh, he was, like, uh, into World of Warcraft and porn. That was, like, his life. You know, he would go out sometimes outside to, like, hang out with his um, loser friends. Basically, he had loser friends, right? And... Uh, he told me like one day he was like 16 years old, right? So for the past 10 years he was just playing World of Warcraft for like twelve hours a day and he was not really doing anything with his life. So for the uh for the past 10 years, his life was pretty much hell, right? But he didn't realize it. And then when he was 16 years old, he told me that he was watching some really effed up uh hardcore porn, right? And he just like stopped, paused the video, exited and said, What the hell am I doing? Right. And then then he told me that he went outside and for the first time in his life so he was like overweight he was like 300 pounds back then i think so that's like 120 kilograms right at yeah. six foot three i think so that's pretty overweight right yeah and so he told me that he just went outside and for the first time he la- he ran like 0.3 miles he just ran right And then he came back home and the next day he also ran and the next and the next. And then he got like into this self-improvement spiral uh, where he lost like, I would say, a hundred pounds within like a year and a half or a year. I'm not sure. But he went from like an obese guy to a guy that actually he had abs at one point in his life. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell happened to you, man? It's (laughs) like, it's like I see this friend. It's like one month later, he, he like lost like this much of himself like you know fat fat was all it was all dropped right and um he was into self-improvement then you know he he um he tried uh MMA he tried boxing he tried all kinds of stuff and then uh BJJ really stuck with him right and then so he called me once uh to to a BJJ club uh mm-hmm. it's called open uh, i mean the the club itself is not called open mat but uh open mat is like an event when literally anyone from the street can just come in and just spar with people it's open oh, mat, wow right? that's
0: open like old school, school style yeah yeah like yeah. Balbo- like i don't care who yeah. you are <laughs> okay
1: just come in yeah and um so I came in that day and I tried to roll with people and um, I was getting my ass kicked, but I actually liked it. I really liked the sport because they showed me a couple of moves that I can do, right? And right. Um, they let me do them, but when I did them, I could feel that if I locked those out, those moves, so one, one is called Akimura, I think. When I locked out Akimura, he couldn't actually move. If he moved, I would snap his arm and I just, you know, liked that I could do that. and. So I um, proceeded to just continue to go uh, to jiu Jitsu. and um, after a while, I started beating some of the people that were um, beating me before. and once I started doing that, once I started beating people, they was just it was just done. I was just like hooked. yeah. and so yeah, now I'm like five, four, five four five months into uh, BJJ training and uh, I don't intend to stop at all. yeah. so basically that's my life story.
0: I'm I'm so curious as to like I've heard of stories about people who joined jujitsu because like they wanted an outlet like they were kind of like really angry people you know like they have a temper and they wanted an outlet for them to release it in a healthy way and I guess in jujitsu you're almost like encouraged to use that anger like that negative energy and like kind of you know Bring that onto, bring that onto the no.
1: I I would say yes, partly, but um. Yeah, I I guess you could say that. I think um, you're not really expressing anger when you're there. I think you're just substituting or
0: transforming like, it maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, because I believe that there's like uh, there's always like um reason for why there's anger, right? you're angry at someone or something or something in your life has gone bad yeah and i guess i mean i really haven't thought this through but um first of all i didn't go to jiu-jitsu because i was angry i went there because my friend called me
0: over yeah there. yeah so, no but I, but yeah. i was curious as to like like who you were kind of at that point in time
1: oh um yeah i would okay so i would definitely say that the jiu-jitsu has improved me as a person a lot yeah um, at the time, I knew all like the kind of philosophy the the Jordan Peterson and you know all those uh, um big yeah. philosophers. yeah, I, I knew knew all the philosophy. I just wasn't applying it, right? But, I was like, um, I was pretty lazy, I would say. um, I was getting by kind of getting uh, B's and C's when you can get like a bigger grade uh, in school, yeah. Hmm. And so uh, once I uh, started doing jujitsu, it kind of gave me uh, this kind of work ethic, I think. and Ooh. I would like, so for the past, I would say four months, uh, my usual schedule was go to college for six hours a day, uh, then eat, uh, study, um, sleep a bit, then watch jujitsu videos so that I can educate myself. Although All of that took five more hours. So six hours plus five hours, that's 11 hours. And then uh, two and a half hours of Jiu-Jitsu training, and then stuff in between, like taking a shower and, you know, eating dinner and preparing shakes and stuff like that. So, I mean, mm. in total, I would say 14 or 15 hours uh, of my day, um, or I would say 14 uh, hours of my day were were spent on, you know, doing random random stuff. Not random stuff, but uh, doing chores, let's say, mm. like, you know, college. And, and uh, then you have also like six hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep, which is like 21 hours. And then in the end, I only had like three hours a day for myself, right? Which, but I guess
0: uh, the, the jiu-jitsu stuff is sort of for yourself. Um, yeah. But yeah. it is like an established routine. Yeah. I, I yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, where I was going with that was um, it kind of, uh, before I started doing jiu-jitsu, I would say I had like seven or eight hours to myself, seven, something mm. like that, because because I also started eating more. I also started preparing shakes so that I don't lose weight um, because I really lose weight really quickly. Yeah. I didn't didn't want to look like you know like a like a toothpick yeah so um, yeah and um, I got this kind of a work ethic where like before um, I wasn't comfortable on more than like I would say or less I wouldn't uh, I wasn't comfortable on less than like seven hours of free time which is just crazy like how are you gonna have seven hours of free time in your life there's no way Mm. as you know probably (laughs) yeah but, I um...
0: like the thing that i noticed that's really interesting at least with me and i, I sort of like notice it amongst my other friends as well it's like the more free time you have the less you do
1: yes but yes, it's the like
0: yeah but it's almost like because you have jujitsu to kind of organize your life around it's like the the almost like good ethic in that space kind of spill over into like Every part of your life,
1: yeah, yeah, um you it's also because you have a goal, right yeah so, um I, I mean, you obviously heard of Jordan Peterson. you just you know you laughed when I mentioned him so I, I'm guessing you've heard of him, right?
0: I have, but like i I haven't read his books enough to like come to a because <laughs> when people say Jordan Peterson, there's like a stigma attached to yeah, it yeah. And also like Robert Greene, I'm sure you've heard of, you know, like the 48 Laws and stuff, yeah.
1: I've heard of him, but I've never read or heard any of his philosophy, so yeah. Yeah,
0: but it's almost like it's like the very like alpha male like go-to source of philosophy i don't know i'm just i'm just you know based off of reddit users discussions okay yeah um i'm sure it's not true i'm sure it's like applicable you know it's practical life advice i guess um
1: yeah um as far as that i mean i really really don't like the uh, alpha male classification and all this andrew tate stuff i mean it's like um i can see the appeal but uh, i think that um there's a toxic side to to all of this um what would you call it a red pill co- i mean have you heard of the red red pill community yeah yeah um they give out some good advice but there's plenty of toxic advice there so it's like um what i got from it was like they give out some good advice and that would be don't be a pushover like um mm. don't be a stalker uh, don't um, wait on a woman's hand and foot, you know, classic stuff that you should probably know already. But then they're like, you know, you should play games. You should uh, you should be really strong and muscular. And you should, I mean, it's like, you should wait five hours to reply to someone. It's like, what, what is all of this advice? You know, it's like, I, I don't want to be an ass. Like, uh, they're, they're basically telling me that I have to be an asshole to get women. And I was like, I, I'm not going to be an asshole. That's it. Yeah, and you know, so far, so far has been great. Yeah, so I mean, I just I'm not ju- I'm not gonna listen to that part of their uh, message. So, but like I said, I was going um, I was going to say that I just don't like the alpha male, beta male, sigma male classifications of mm. those um, of those uh, philosophies. So I'm not really into that. Yeah. You know, into- okay, that
0: but it seems like uh, Jordan Peterson is sort of kind of someone that you look up to, or at least like. His stuff resonates with you on some level, right?
1: Yeah, it, yeah, very okay. much. Yeah.
0: God, okay. I'm kind of curious. Can we go a little bit deeper into that? Because I wanna kind of pluck out if there's any like good nuggets of wisdom.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> apply to I my life. I'm pretty well. young. Yeah, I'm pretty young. I'm like 22 years old, so I wouldn't say there's a lot of nuggets. But um okay, well, uh, let's let's let's. The good thing bit, is um, like
0: as like. If you have one, like just like one good idea from any yeah, yeah. book, right, or any, per- I feel like that's a win. So,
1: yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I, I forgot a lot about the, uh, his work because I read his um, books when I was seventeen years old. So it's like I forgot a lot of the things. But you know, the basics would be um, you're really lost without a goal, right? So if you don't have something to, like a lot of people do this so let's say they have something that they want in life i don't know let's say that you uh, yourself want to um grow some muscle let's say you want to or let's say you're obese and you want to get fit you want to get skinner mm. a lot of people what they will do is they will like keep that goal vague, uh, vague they will keep it in the fog like um uh they will say like you know if i want to i can just um i can just uh, Slim down, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but you know, it's like one year past, two two years past, five years past, you're still like fat, like you haven't slimmed down. And it is all because you haven't sat down never uh in your own free time and you haven't like actually written out the plan and when you're gonna start. And mm. it's like that starting phase. It's like really hard for most people, like uh to just sit down and then write out like little steps. So if you're like trying to achieve a goal like losing uh weight uh the 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 point of that or what you should do is you should take uh measured steps you should take little measured steps because that is all that your brain can uh, take if you just go out and you're like okay yeah i'm gonna plan out the next five weeks of my training program there's no way you're gonna stick to that you're not gonna stick to two days let alone like five weeks there's no way and so you know for beginning maybe you're like you know well maybe i'll i'll cut out you know, Coca-Cola, a glass of Coca-Cola a day. Maybe I'll cut cut that out. And you know, maybe, you know, I'm scared of the gym. I'm scared people will call me fat. Maybe I'll just, you know, stand in front of the gym for like, you know, five minutes and then I'll just leave. And oh. then maybe, you know, two days later, I'll just, you know, look, uh, maybe I'll stand a bit closer. Maybe I'll stand for a bit longer. And then maybe, you know, next day I'll just go inside the gym and I'll ask the uh, guy that's standing at the, um, the counter, like what how do I you know apply what do I do like you know to, to show me the ropes and then you know yeah. maybe yeah you, you get it basically take measured steps so that's really important.
0: Yeah no that's a really good point because like I realized that we all ov- kind of like romanticized the idea of having like oh like let's like make a big deal out of this and like make a really grand kind of gesture well, kind of yeah, thing. Well, yeah. Um but yeah, I think like aiming, like what you said, right? Taking little measured steps. I think we kind of overlook the importance of like consistency and like co- compounding um efforts yeah, yeah. in the long yeah, yeah. run. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's so like counterintuitive because that's not how our brains kind of in reality uh, carry out things, right? Like we do it in like little increments because that's, we live kind of day by day and like that's we have such little resources in that day that there's only so much you can do but then yeah i think it's like the curse of like being able to look into the future that makes us be be like oh you know we can take like in we can see the future in like five-year chunks and like actually visualize it in a way that feels yeah, yeah. real and then yeah, we're like oh, okay yeah. let's like get into
1: it. yeah yeah you're like when you're like um when you're like fat and you're like staring at those instagram models you're not thinking like <laughs> okay yeah i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna do five minutes of cardio per day for like five years and i'm gonna look like that and you're like no no no, i'm gonna look like that in like six months you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get into this. i'm gonna like i don't know i'm gonna run for five hours a day or something you know that's yeah because i i don't know exactly why but i think that uh that uh, we like to um we like to get things fast quickly right like mm. uh, we like to get quick like results.
0: instant yeah. gratification yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: like uh, so it's like who who gets the when when fat loss in, is like um well, when it comes to fat loss who gets the the money more who's who's richer the dietitian or the liposurgeon <laughs> right the liposurgeon yeah. obviously because they they get quicker results and uh, people are like i said pretty lazy and when it comes to like long-term stuff we're just like i mean we can imagine them and we can fantasize about it but we just like we just can't follow through most of the time and yeah. like Jordan Peterson is really good at that he's like really good uh, if you can understand his philosophy he, he will guide you through getting your goals but in measured steps. So if you want to start something, I think you should learn that philosophy and just like take that first step. Like write down your goal. Number one, it's like you have a piece of paper. Write down: I want to get slim. That's yeah. it. Leave it for a day. You know, sleep on it. Whatever. Come back the next day uh, and work one percent or one percent of the one percent of your day to that goal. Say I'm gonna walk around the house for 10 minutes and you're yeah. not just build from that like build from that and take really really small steps because otherwise otherwise your brain will just quit you'll procrastinate one day and then you'll just like that that's it the goal you can pretty much burn that paper that you wrote that I go on that's it yeah so
0: yeah we don't see the value in like autopilot and just like making something a habit we like yeah, yeah. want to, you know, make like a huge effort to to get to that. Because apparently, I don't know. Maybe like the satisfaction might be exponentially higher, like in the short run. But like, I don't know. I I rather kind of take it take it easy, right? It's almost as if you're never. It's almost as if like, you know, like when you work something for so long and then suddenly you're just there at your goal, yeah. and then you're like, wait, what the hell? Just I was just really enjoying doing this thing
1: the process yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 enjoying the process and it's like i don't know it, i feel like that's very underappreciated
1: yeah um i i, I think i can tell that you've uh, read some of these um philosophy uh I, yeah videos, you, you watch them because it's like as soon as you mentioned building automatic habits it's like i i know there's <laughs> like a scientist out there that preaches that as well i think uh he um he gave this like example so like a, a visual example so that people can like easily more more easily visualize what he's talking about so he said like you have these habits in your life and you know you can view them as roads right so let's say getting up let's say every day for the past 15 years you've been getting up and washing and brushing your teeth and uh, taking a shower so you can view that uh, as if you view that uh as um point a to point b so point a is you waking up at your uh, bed and point b is like you showering you brushing your teeth you taking, you eating your breakfast and so on and so forth then you can view a road from point a to point b as a highway right it's like a clean road there's like no bumps in it so just you uh zip through that and you're at point b so it absolutely takes no effort but starting a new habit let's say you want to I don't know add like an exercise let's say you want to add running uh, 30 minutes of running uh every every day for like uh, or at uh, 10 10 p.m like I don't know if you like um uh morning runs or or uh evening runs or whatever but yeah uh the road from point A to point B which is point A is you starting starting to run to point B it's like you doing the actual uh running 30 minutes it's like a whole jungle is between that right so you haven't you haven't even like there's like all bushes and and trees in the way and it's like a big river in the middle of something like you know you can just picture that and then so the, to build that new habit you have to like do those um runs multiple times right so the first time when you when you pass through you're going to leave a tiny trail you're going to like you know you're going to move the leaves out of the way you're going to maybe uh, you know cross the river you're going to like jump over i don't know yeah. but
0: it's more effort yeah yeah
1: it's more effort but the next time you go through it it's going to be a little less effort right and maybe after 20 times you're going to have like a beaten path and like you're going to have like a gravel road right and then after you know a hundred times it's going to be a highway as well so that's pretty much building habits right yeah that's the thing right so building new habits the the starting out uh, of uh, building a new habit that's the worst part right that is why it's really important Uh, when you're building a new habit to take really really tiny steps so your brain doesn't just like you know flip out and that's it like
0: yeah it doesn't like overload and you know goes into overdrive trying to figure out like 200 new things
1: yeah so you're not you're not like diving into the the jungle and then you like see a snake and then you just yeah
0: right exactly i I, i'm sure you know like tim ferris you know
1: i've i've heard of him as well but yeah i I've, i I've, uh, haven't uh, dived into his philosophy
0: oh god gotcha. okay yeah, I... so so there's like two really interesting ideas that he has when it comes to like i guess like building habits but also you know when, when you're trying like a new thing that seems daunting it's like one is like he asks like what would this look like if it was easy and i think that like kind of totally like changed the way that I looked at things you know instead of thinking a worst case scenario it's like he's a big believer of like the 80 20 thing um which I try to actively kind of apply to my life i love that you're smiling <laughs> like yeah, you can't see it yeah
1: cuz i i saw that 80 20 rule uh, on the internet but i never like clicked on a video i have no idea what it is it's
0: basically right. like 80% of your output usually stems from 20% of your input of, of of like efforts and you can almost slice it any way you want but it's almost like a little bit of your effort contributes to a lot of productivity or like whatever right like 80% of, of progress towards your goal and it's Wait. kind of true yeah
1: does that mean that like I have this um I have like this uh, amount of effort that I put into something like, let's say uh, slimming down. And then this much effort is the actual whole, like um, what's it called? Is like the building block, the actual like 80% of the work that I'm doing. Or is that, is that what uh, you Not
0: doing? Not 80% of the work, but like 80% of the output. Useful. It's like, okay, if I want to like build more muscle, you could do like a billion things, right? In your day. But I think ultimately the thing that contributes the most is like your diet and like one maybe like 30-minute kettlebell routine that you do, right? Yeah, yeah. And then all yeah. the other stuff is like gravy. they are like additional things, but like the the most important um, contributing factors is like the two things that you do like yeah, yeah. on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, I get it. It's like, it's like three hours of studying, but you're like 20% of that three-hour study session is actually what's uh, making you yeah. learn new, new things. It's like yeah. your
0: most productive period. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, because I actually never checked it out because I'm like really, really allergic to those like set in numbers. Like I saw this guy. Uh, <laughs> like the I rules? Some, yeah. Yeah. Rules, right? <laughs> it's like I saw this um, YouTube video. I mean, I didn't click on it, by the way. Mm. Uh, careers command the three percent rule i was like okay get this away from me like i just <laughs> lost all it because like the three what do you mean three percent like why why three like what's, it's very I mean?
0: random yeah
1: yeah it's, yeah Yeah. and then like 80 20 like what 80 20 what does that mean like i, I mean why is is isn't it like 77.8 for three percent versus you know
0: yeah, yeah yeah it could be it could be like one versus 99 or whatever right
1: yeah because like if if it was scientifically uh proven or discovered, it wouldn't be like a round number like eighty and around number like twenty. It would be like like I said sixty seven point six <laughs> to three percent, right? It's obvious yeah. that somebody discovered somebody made that up, I think I think at, uh, at least. yeah,
0: I think it's just a catchy kind of like, oh, it's the 80 yeah. 20 thing, but like have a think through because I was like, oh shit, like what other areas can I apply this to my life? So like, for example, um like friendships i realized that only a very small handful of the people that i hang out with brings me like the most amount of joy and like yeah, yeah. one or two people in my life bring in my life brings me like the most amount of frustration and like
1: anger. <laughs> <That's me.
0: laughs> and it's like the i'm sure it probably applies to you too yeah, yeah, yeah. So it helps it you to, you know, kind of be be more clarified in, in the way that you're approaching. Like, it doesn't have to be so like nitty gritty. Like, get into all the details. It's like if you take a step back and just really evaluate. Like, okay, you know, what are things that I can do today that would kind of get me the most? You know, yeah, yeah. What, of what is I'm...
1: what is the useless stuff that I can just like put to the side and do less of, it what is the the useful work that I can do more of? Yeah, I get it.
0: And then, and then, so the other thing is like he's he talks about um like what is your to fail kind of like failure list, if that makes sense. It's like yeah, yeah, like how would you fail at this goal, and then kind of like reverse engineer back, right?
1: What would happen if you failed? Yeah, is is that, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, those are just like two random things that I thought about when when uh linking to your point
1: yeah i think i'll check that out maybe in my free time i won't i won't be so i promise i won't be so (laughs) allergic to those 80 20 or setting numbers or whatever yeah that's like i said that's pretty weird for me but you know (laughs) i i get i get why he used 80 20 it's like most of the work right it's like most like yeah yeah he's basically using that to entice people to to realize what he's talking about yeah so it's not so bad okay yeah sure
0: that's cool okay so it's so it kind of seems like you're like on this like self-improvement journey as well which i think a lot of people there's like a turning point right like i used to be super lazy i never saw the point in having an education which is very ironic because i'm from singapore and like yeah yeah you're known to work like crazy hard um yeah you
1: don't you don't want to have that mentality in your country yeah exactly
0: it's uh unfortunately you know a lot of our identity is like being attached to your grades and and whatever right um but thank god i kind of broke out of that and i was like oh shit like this is actually important and like yeah yeah my my
1: my parents were right from the start oh my god exactly
0: (laughs) like oh shit i have to wear sunblock like when i go out or my skin's good you know it's kind of like these little truths that you just have to go through it to be like oh damn okay I I should have yeah. listened from the start
1: yeah you had to learn it yourself your parents can't get it into your head yeah
0: so I mean that that's awesome that that you know you've had you used to be lazy and then now you're kind of this...
1: I mean I'm still lazy but I just force myself to do stuff yeah yeah for you're now, more like now, disciplined yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's exactly uh, it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I just, like, I want to, uh, I never, I haven't been on uh, many podcasts, but I, I mean, I'm going to like, you're really good. Um, You're really good. interviewer.
0: Oh, thank you. I just
1: wanted to, yeah. I wanted to come like, like, I, I, I rarely, I rarely um, feel myself enjoying a con- conversation as much as like I have this one because I have like one or two co- close friends where I can like talk for hours with them. And it's like interesting yeah and it's like you're a total stranger like what the... <laughs> like you're not my close friend you know and yeah, so yeah like, I, I feel just like, like, like we moment.
0: have like a you know vibe going on a connection
1: yeah yeah, yeah connection
0: exactly yeah
1: like but I have no idea if you, you like do this for a living uh, I mean you do this for a living so I have no idea if you like have no, this I... with everyone that's the thing
0: no i i don't do it for a living i i really like started this during the pandemic because i was like oh shit, you know it's so hard to meet new people you know just in general in new york but also with the pandemic and i was like there's so many like cool people like yourself like okay wait which part of the the world are you at
1: uh i am do you know where the balkans are
0: my geography like 1000 1, miles
1: <laughs> I think we're like a th- or 700 miles Some Okay, it's, that's
0: pretty uh, far. Um, that's pretty far.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know where the Mediterranean Sea is?
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah, so, so close, we're, we're yeah. like on that. Yeah, we're like, uh, do you know where Italy is?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so we're like basically like next to Italy.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah, uh,
1: we're really close. Yeah, like find Italy on the map and there'll be like, you know, circle circle around till you find Croatia. And we're, we are really Holy small like we have 3.8 million people right now uh, living in this country okay so yeah we're, we're pretty small yeah but we're we're pretty strong we're pretty strong in the football yeah football is our forte yeah.
0: oh my god okay don't even get me started on the world cup but what an insane insane match oh um my god.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: but anyway my point is i don't even know where the balkans are i would i don't know if i'll ever go to croatia but like thanks to the magic that is the internet i was like wow you know maybe i can do this thing where i can meet really cool people that i probably in my lifetime will never meet physically and like do this and i think it's yeah it's it's dope you know
1: i think you get the feeling as well like sometimes you just have like a a day off and Um, I go to college right I don't know if you do you you also study right now yeah you do no I I'm working yeah
0: when
1: you when you studied uh, you went to high school right
0: yeah uh yeah
1: there were probably like days where you felt like everyone at the school was ignoring you right
0: oh my god yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: okay and then um you know more more often than not I would uh, have this feeling like you know I'm an outcast or whatever right even though like I had like Two or three close friends like I would just like feel like um, I there was something wrong with me and my conversational skills were pretty bad, and you know I I had to do something. uh, To improve myself to be like the other kids and then I realized like it's like a lot of people feel that way right. And then, so if a lot of people feel that way that probably means that they're not like that there's no way that like. I don't know, 40% of the world's population is socially inept. There's no way. I haven't met 40% of the people that I meet on the street are not socially socially um, retarded or whatever. Yeah. They're like normal, right? And then so, you know, I just went to like a place where where people like the same things as I do. So like this podcast, for example, this is... Or you are like a person that for like most definitely... Uh, we like the same things most I mean probably like you like philosophy I like philosophy you like you probably like books as well right yeah, yeah I, I love books like I I think I read like six thousand pages in like eight eight months right I think oh my god
0: like
1: yeah okay. I, I mean I was just yeah and so um it's like it's not it's not that we are socially inept it's like that we just don't have the same kind of people around us and so like, I don't know if you ever ever received a compliment from another person that you're a great listener, that you're a great interviewer, but for me you did like a person you never knew, you just like met, I don't know, like an hour ago or something like that. You would have never known that uh you're actually a, a good conversationalist had you like never done this podcast. That's the thing. So yeah. Yeah, you just have to find a room.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I I felt that I definitely felt that in Singapore, like. Don't get, you know, I had a really good group of friends and um, I was very lucky to have them, but I never really fit into like the education system here. And then, yeah, like, like, I always felt like my friends were a lot smarter than me. And like, for example, I was, I was, I was like a C, CND student and like, especially like, for example, math. right, and because a lot of it was like rote memorization and I I just didn't absorb the information the way that the teacher was um kind of presenting it it, to us yeah Yeah. and so one day I remember so we do like national exams so it's like one one exam and then that kind of pretty much decides your whole future yeah and so my dad he introduced me to his friend like i think it was his army friend or something and he's like an engineer so you know he's really good at math and i remember the first day that i went to his apartment it was like a very like low-key tuition it wasn't in a center or anything it was just straight out of this dude's like living room and i remember he pulled out like this giant book like math book and he like flipped to the end of the book and was like all right we're gonna do the problems from the back and we all know that the hardest problems are in the back. And I was like yeah. I was like, "Hey, do you know I'm a season D student like I can't do this, right? It's like it's I'm not there yet." And but anyway, he just as we went on, he like taught me a new way of learning and like he made me realize that like, "Oh, you know, I'm not like stupid. I just wasn't learning things the way that I uh that that in a way that's intuitive to me." and so i was like and dude i ended up with like an a for math and i was like shit like that's that's super sick that like there's teachers out there you know i wish that they were more famous but like there are people out there that take a different route and are open to teaching in in a way that makes sense yeah
1: yeah i I feel like most um most people um especially older people um have it's like almost a uh, a mother's instinct let's mm. say um it's like um they like to to have like proteges people that they teach yeah because i don't know i don't know if you notice this but like um when at least when i go to jujitsu jitsu uh, class if there's someone that's better than me i ask them a lot of questions and i realized the more i ask that person the the, the more uh, questions i ask that person the more they like me for some reason and i realized that it's like people really like to showcase what they know they really like to brag about themselves and you know <laughs> it's like I I think you've noticed I I threw in like randomly I I read uh, six thousand pages randomly <laughs> I really like because I like to brag about myself yeah. like just like you do just like you' your
0: you're proud of that part of yourself yeah. yes
1: yes 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 I wouldn't be like yeah yeah I like I spent seven thousand hours uh, playing League of Legends <laughs> no 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 no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna tone that down. I'm gonna say, yeah, sometimes I do. It's like, oh, no, you don't. You you play it every day. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of people I think, and I know actually, uh, like to uh be mentors, right? Even if they have like no clue what they're talking about, they just like to talk about uh something that they think they know or they do know. And then they also love when people that other people listen to them because that gives them a a feeling of importance, right? I think the worst days of your probably and my life. Well, aside from we're not going to talk about what the worst day of your life or mine was, but the days (laughs) where you're bummed out. I don't know. That's that's a good topic. Oh no. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Yeah.
1: Um. Uh. The days where you're probably like bummed out is when you get the sense from other people that you're not important. Like I said, when groups just when groups of people at school just like you know they just forget about you or it seems like they're ignoring you you're like you know what what do i do now yeah and when uh, on other days when you seem like really important to people that i mean it's just I, I at least i feel great i don't know about you
0: the thing that brings me the most joy is like having a sense of like community right and feeling like you're around people who lets you be yourself and just like yeah you can be like fucking weird, but like who cares? <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> like they yeah, embrace
0: yeah, it. it, you know. Um. So going back to kind of my initial question, like, is there any other like how do you live your life? It seems like you've had the filter of time between sixteen to like nineteen. Mm, yeah. How yeah, you like a... really think about like okay, what's really important to me, and how do I go about? Um. Making sure those are like in my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had the filter from like since I was sixteen to like this day. I mean, I'm still I'm still like, like you said, I'm really self aware. I think you know, it's like kind yeah. of arrogant saying that, but I mean, if you said yeah. it, a bunch of other people have said it. I think it's true, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, wait, what was the question? I did like. I it, it, no, it's
0: like it's just like um basically like how do you live your life it's like apart from consistency yeah. and like discipline is there any other things that like you really believe in and you try to kind of live that way
1: yeah yeah it's i, I believe a lot of things um oh my god this is gonna be like a really a really <laughs> big one okay so a really big part of my philosophy is i believe that it is gonna sound crazy but i, I believe that. Um, I'm not really a Christian. I don't really believe. Actually, the last few weeks I have started to believe in God more and more. But um I'm kind of of the mind of uh the Bible is like the ultimate manual to how to live your life, but it is like covered in in metaphors and um and like it's really hard to decipher. If you stick to what the Bible says, like you will be the best person you can become, because in my mind, like Jesus Jesus was like the perfect person, right? So this is coming from a guy that used to be agnostic and used to be an atheist. I still call him am agnostic. I don't know if, if God is real or is not, but um I mean, have you like heard uh, of or have you seen like Jordan Peterson's biblical series
0: Mm-mm.
1: No, okay, no. so he's like he like really connects philosophy with the Bible
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and so like there's like um the story of Cain and Abel right
0: mm.
1: yeah and uh, so basically I think it's Cain that kills Abel out of jealousy and um uh, Pierce says it's like this really um this it, there's like this um it's like it's kind of hard to to talk about it because it was so long ago that I thought about this and by the way I'm Croatian if you didn't realize yeah uh, but but um wait no i I just yeah i I can't i can't explain it's just too complicated yeah i just have to explain it in my language yeah
0: yeah i i'm curious like what is the is there like a religious background in croatia like what is it predominantly
1: oh yeah it's it's catholic christian it's catholic Um, oh gotcha uh, okay yeah. yeah yeah um when i was when i was like 13 14 years old i stopped believing in god then when i was like 17 years old i became agnostic and at 22 years old i'm kind of leaning more towards there is a god than there isn't uh but wow. okay yeah but i'm not like um i'm not into the bible because you know i i fear there's a god above and you know I, i've been uh bombarded with some kind of re- religious fanatical uh i don't know mumbo jumbo it's because i actually try to think it through right and you know like like i said if you want to know what i'm talking about then probably go watch jordan peterson's biblical lectures but uh for me i think it's just too too hard to explain it it's like just i don't know if you ever heard this but it's like just something you know it's like hard to explain why you do something but it's like you just know that it's it's the right thing to do and when someone asks you like why why are you doing this it's like oh i have to like give you a justify. six hour yeah 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 i have to like give you a six hour explanation of and then i actually have to also in the middle of that explanation, figure out why I do some other things and it's like it's just too complicated, right? So that's basically what you're asking me. Um
0: yeah.
1: have, you, have you checked out my my Reddit account? No. You haven't? Okay. Um because Should I? I'm into <laughs> no no no, please don't, please don't. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not posting posting anything weird there, or at least okay. I don't think you would find it weird. Um, yeah. but it's really it's really um teeth related or basically um orthodontic related i don't know how to say it in english
0: wait teeth like as in like the looks of it just everything
1: yeah i i i wouldn't say everything because i don't really know much about orthodontics but there is this like concept out there um it's called maybe you've heard of it. it's called mewing
0: never heard of it okay
1: So basically there is uh, a belief among orthodontists that, um, your face, the way your face looks and the the way your teeth develop is set in stone. It's like genetic,
0: Mm. which
1: partly is true, but it's actually a lot more environmental. Okay. So that, that might Mm. blow your mind. So the way your face develops, you either are going to be attractive or unattractive. Um, there are certain genetic components like you know the length of your nose the width of your mouth the i don't know the the how beautiful your eyes are the, if you have hair or if you have eyebrows but um it all comes down to uh the the structure of your cheekbones so um i don't know if you if you paid attention to it a lot of people don't pay attention to it um the way people carry themselves today mm. it's like they have like this they have like this bad posture like
0: bruno's taking off his jacket now
1: <laughs> yeah and and only that don't, don't and think only that on the- yes. so yeah the way you should probably like hold yourself is probably like this mm. but most people they they walk around like this right
0: oh my god and that's so, me yeah yeah <laughs> don't,
1: yeah yeah, don't yeah. yeah. Be, be more like this right um huh. basically that and the position of your tongue that those are the two things that, um, and also your diet, yeah. So, your diet, the position of your tongue and your body posture is what determines how well your face will grow. Now, like, hold up, what the hell is like? I know your like mind is blown. So, so to elaborate on that, um, do you know that, like, I don't know how many thousands of years ago, probably like 60, 70,000 years ago, our ancestors like lived in, um, well caveman uh mm. environments right so they they really chewed tough food they didn't live in houses like we do they um exercised a lot they didn't like slouch over to look at their phones and you know drive cars and you know like study as well right uh look at, yeah uh, they you know, were always
0: yeah, like looking forward trying to hunt yeah, the,
1: and... yeah always like you know it's like big big posture like right. um breathe through your nose and but, and but mm. basically. Um, What scientists have found or what has been found in uh, Paleolithic or uh, our ancestor skulls is basically that they had like all 32 teeth, no extractions, all were straight. 90% Mm. of them, 90% of them had like, like I said, 32 teeth and no extractions. I mean, they couldn't get extractions. You didn't have an orthodontist 60,000 years ago and all of their teeth were straight. And the 10% that didn't have straight teeth, those were because of like physical trauma. Like someone hit you over the head with a club or you fell on a rock and, or whatever, right? What they found was that, um, or they didn't actually come to this conclusion, someone else did, but people or our ancestors with, with straight teeth, they also had really, really well-developed faces. Now, what does that mean? That means that they really had like those bulging cheekbones. Like, I don't know if you know, like any models like they all have like bulging cheekbones and like great sharp jaws like and like great smiles as well right mm-hmm. and so uh basically um the modern man or the people that we are today we live in houses that are like full of aller- aller- allergens right full of allergies yeah. okay let, let me let, let me explain something before i i uh, tell you about this so there's a guy i think uh, his name is western price he did an experiment on uh, chimps chimps or chimpanzees mm-hmm. he put little two plugs uh, in their nose so they they breathe through their mouth instead of the nose you get okay the same, right yeah, yeah. so their, their nose is basically they, plugged. yeah
0: he plugged it yeah
1: and what happened was um they waited i think a few years or a few months and what they found is their teeth were crooked before they were straight but after a few months or years of uh, their them having blocked nose and breathing through their mouths it just their their teeth were just went crooked right and their faces oh. also <clears throat> their faces drooping. also fell down yeah drooping drooping faces yeah exactly drooping faces now uh he first contributed this to like okay so they're not breathing through their nose right so probably mouth breathing not the tongue is actually causing that and then what he what he did was, uh, he put a sharp object, uh, on the roof of their mouth, like mm. right here. Uh, mm. And so they would still breathe to their nose with a closed mouth, but their tongue was down and what that caused was also crooked teeth. So basically having your tongue tongue down from the roof of your mouth is causing crooked teeth. Now, mm. how the hell did we go from like broad wide arches, um, and great developed faces, you know, and sharp jo- sharp jaws to what we have today. Well, basically, mm. living in houses, you have a lot of dust. You have a lot of allergies, allergens, whatever, right? And yeah. today's today's also like climate. Uh, there's a lot of um bad industrial stuff in the air. I don't know what Just I bacteria, it's Just bacteria, like yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not clean air. It's like polluted right. air, right? All of this is like causing asthma, and uh, you know it's like blocked noses and so what what happens you start breathing through your your mouth as a kid sometimes Mm. partially you start developing now i'm not going to exactly explain why your um body posture uh ruins your face but it does i don't know if you ever looked at models like they all have most of them have like really great postures none of them are like slouch like this yeah none of them none of them um and also in contrast look at people that have big double chins that are not fat they have really bad postures they like have this bump bump in the back of their um uh, backs right like, like right here they have a, mm-hmm. like a big bump and so um basically what this his his this uh, guy that figured all of this out his name is dr mike mule or and his father is dr john mule they're basically trying to tell people to teach their kids from a young age to put their uh their tongues on the roof of their mouths and to stand up straight and to uh, chew tough foods so that they, they develop they develop uh, great looking faces because with those great looking faces what also comes is a big airway and so the the oh. the the bad symptoms of um or the negative symptoms of having a droopy face and crooked teeth first of all you have crooked teeth right? They, they look bad. Mm. Uh, sometimes because you have so, so, um, uh, so basically what happens is when you droop down, your face goes from a wide and short face to a long and narrow face. Now, if you have, if you have a a narrow face, your airway is going to be also smaller and you're gonna like not be able to breathe through your nose. Right. And it's like, breathing through your mouth, uh, is really bad. I don't know if you've, uh, ever checked out anything on, uh, mouth breeders, have you?
0: Is like, it cause like there's little filter for yeah, the yeah. bacteria yeah. than your nose? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. You have like filters and uh, also right. I think mouth breathing develops sleep apnea. You know what that is? Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's snoring. I mean, and snoring apparently, apparently snoring causes you to lose IQ or something like that. Um, that's just what I heard. oh because um, of
0: like the oxygen yeah yeah you breathe yeah yeah, you breathe
1: for like seven hours and you also get uh uh, interrupted your sleep gets interrupted sometimes because of sleep apnea yeah so that also contributes and so basically what this guy is teaching uh, children is to have their uh, tongues on the roof of their mouths and to have straight uh, back posture so like Mm. straight back right instead of like so what the standard procedure for orthodontists is like you you basically have to pay somebody to have uh, braces and to extract your teeth instead of just like standing up straight with your shoulders back breathing through your nose having your tongue on the roof of your mouth and having great body posture,
0: like like the organic like holistic way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like what does it cost to what does it cost to put a tongue on your on the roof yeah. of your mouth? Absolutely nothing. It doesn't mm. cost you anything. It costs you time and effort. Okay, um, but um if you just do that your face will grow better but if you if you don't why though okay so like i like (laughs) i said um there's a really really complicated explanation i think i see okay i can i can try to explain it or it's not that complicated but i would need to like uh have um drawings yeah uh, to show you Basically, I don't know if you know this, but your skull is not uh, made of uh, like one uh, big fixed bone. It's like it has a fibrous, um like it is has sutures. You know what what sutures are? It's is like,
0: it like connected tissue? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know this is one part of your bone. This is the other part of your bone, and in the middle there's like a suture. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, there can like, grow new. You can grow new bone right here, right in the middle. Yeah. Like, and so your bones um they adapt to uh, the force that is applied on them
0: this is the first time i've heard someone talk so passionately about like that, facial yeah. structures and i don't know it's it's cool like
1: <laughs> i mean yeah it's what, it's not... what like
0: but like why why are you like so into it
1: it's it's like <sighs> the thing is this is like a free this is something that everyone can do like you can do i can do somebody out on the street can do this for free absolutely free
0: it's like a life and hack
1: yes it's like a life hack and
0: yeah.
1: i mean there there hasn't been any scientific research to back this up but the doctor his name is dr mike new he's trying to uh, get the research going and he's like calling up for uh, calling a orthodontist up for debate and right now he's like in trial uh, in trial uh, for apparently he said something that uh, is harmful to the patients or something. So he's being on trial for uh, getting his uh, orthodontic license taken. But mm. basically, basically, I believe that uh, you can correct your own facial structure and you can widen your airway. you can basically you can be a healthier person and a more attractive person just by doing these simple simple things. And Mm. I don't want, I want uh, the world to to know this. I I want everyone around me and, I mean, pretty much everyone to just, like, know that holding your tongue on the roof of your mouth is going to make you more attractive. And, like, because, I mean, it should be common knowledge, right? It should be common knowledge. Am I, like, crazy to think that? I I don't think so. Like, it's it's so easy to do, right? So it's, like, I don't know. Yeah, the
0: thing is, like, it's just so... (laughs)
1: bizarre I think, um
0: yeah. no no it's it's not bizarre it's just like it's so like unbelievable that like yeah. this thing that people spend like billions of dollars on can be slowly changed over time through these little actions Exercise. yes very very slowly
1: yeah. by the way very slowly and and i would say actually 70 percent of people can't do it 60 percent um, now there is. Is a it because of
0: like a consistency thing?
1: Yes, that's one. Mm. Uh, but the other is because most people don't have um, a wide enough upper palate. So your teeth are not wide enough uh, spread. Your upper palate is not wide enough for uh, your tongue to fit on there. You're probably if you just put your tongue up right now, <laughs> you're mm. probably going to feel your teeth, right? You're gonna feel your teeth with your tongue.
0: N- no, I'm If you close your mouth.
1: If you close mm-hmm. your mouth and you put your tongue up there, you're going to feel like teeth uh, on the edges oh, of your tongue. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, you shouldn't feel that. Um, you should You should feel the upper palate. Your uh, teeth need to be spread enough, wide enough, um, for your tongue to fit up there. Because otherwise, it's just not going to work. You're going to be doing something called tongue splitting. Like a splinting. Like I said, I can't like explain all of these concepts. Yeah. Because it's like... I, I probably spent, I would say, for close to five hundred hours researching this subject. I would say something like oh that. Oh
0: my god! Yeah.
1: Uh no, I used to, I used to, I used to do that. Oh, wow. uh, now I don't anymore. Now I don't anymore. Um, okay. So I'm I'm gonna say like this. This sounds so unbelievable. It did to me as well. But I mean, I'm not crazy. Uh, you don't you don't uh, think I'm crazy? Like I don't seem like a crazy person to you, right? No. no. Yeah. Um, because
0: the thing is like i think it's like we're at this point where there's just like so much information out there that unless i'm proven you know I, i'm probably gonna look into it to to be honest but like until then i'm probably just gonna take your word for it
1: yeah so like you you asked me if i had something in my life that um i and there you go yeah that's I That's think I think so everyone, yeah.
0: fascinating. <laughs>
1: it is, yeah. I think everyone has like uh, something weird in their, their life that they believe, but um it's like too weird to just say it out loud. But you know, I I, I yeah. am of the philosophy like if I believe something, I'll just say it and like to help with the consequences. Well sometimes, of course. But, yeah, but but the,
0: but but the thing with this is like you can test it out and you can like experiment with it, right? It's mm-hmm it's not like um about i don't know aliens or something yeah, i mean uh, look they might exist but like we can't in our lifetimes it, unless we have the resources to like go out and do research and whatever Oh, that
1: yeah so, yeah yeah i mean there's a lot there's a lot about our bodies that we don't know you know that Ex- like,
0: yeah exactly there so, could
1: be like millions of ways that we can affect it but there's like and, and it's pretty adaptable too so Ex- yeah yeah okay yeah we have like a minute and a half left um i know
0: i think so we should call it
1: we should yeah we should
0: yeah bruno thank you so much for you know taking a, a i don't know this is like one and a half hours, or something two hours yeah um to i don't know have a nice conversation with me and again you know i apologize first yeah you
1: you almost stood me up. You almost missed I this almost, conversation I And almost. so did I. So no, no, no. Did no I. I
0: didn't. I didn't. I i knew that I was like, all right, I can't miss this one. Um, but yeah.
1: It's... You had a feeling, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we're gonna get cut off pretty soon here, yeah. but yeah. It was anyway. Uh... Thank
0: you. I hope that we keep in touch. You know where to find sure, sure. me, Reddit yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, okay. I'll I'll talk to you again. Thanks, Bruno. Yeah. See you later. Bye, good night. <laughs> wait before you go just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed the episode it'd be super awesome if you could just take you know 10 seconds just to give it a nice rating and review it really really does help get the word out on the show also come say hi to me on instagram at stranger friend all right have a good day bye bye